0: Hey, you there, hot mama. Today, I'm going to talk with you about how to overcome the fear of intimacy so you can be more comfortable getting vulnerable and emotionally intimate. Ooh, my favorite topic as an intimacy junkie. Of course it is. Come on, y'all. Many of us long for deep connection and emotional intimacy in our relationships, but we are scared to death of it and we don't know how to get it without getting through tons of fear and other blocks and obstacles and resistances. When it comes to keeping attraction and desire alive within a relationship, getting past your fear of intimacy is super vital for most women and a lot of men too. We need to feel emotionally connected to our partner before many of us will feel turned on by them or feel sexual desire for them. And it's also important because we all have emotional blocks keeping us from feeling the love that we, we want to feel deep down. And what I found is that confidence in who I am as a woman, it comes from being vulnerable and emotionally intimate. And then realizing that there was never anything to be scared of in the first place. Literally, that is why I'm confident. If I had to boil it down to one thing, it would be that I have said the craziest things to public on social media on this podcast. And I don't care because I have been vulnerable. I've been emotionally intimate and everything's okay. No one cares. There's never anything to be scared of in the first place. But that has come with years of working through the fear and feeling it instead of pushing it away or numbing it out. The thing about intimacy is that you can't count on sex to be the doorway to intimacy, as many of us do. It is the other way around. First, you have to develop intimacy skills and the sex is the the part where you get to enjoy the intimacy skills that you have learned along the way. So how do you know if you've got a fear of intimacy or any other vulnerability emotional or intimacy block? I'm going to give you 10 questions today to ask yourself to know if you've got intimacy issues and to assess just how bad because most of you probably do have intimacy issues but I want you to see just how bad they are and keeping you from feeling the love that you really want to feel. If you've got a pen and paper handy, you can even rate yourself on a scale of one to 10 and write down how many times a week or day that these things happen to get a really good idea of just how much love you're blocking because you've got intimacy issues. So if you're not on a car driving or whatever, you can totally do this. But if you are, I encourage you to actually write down what your answers to these questions are because these are so enlightening. Okay, The first one, how often do you actually talk with your partner about something other than work the kids or the weather i want you to write down the approximate number of conversations you have a week on topics other than these number two how much do you nitpick your partner this means criticizing his or her appearance telling him or her that They need to watch what they eat more, go to the gym more, basically telling them everything that they should be doing that they're not doing like you're his mama or her mama. How often do you do that? So I want you to write down the approximate number of times you nitpick per week. And number three, how much resentment do you hold towards your partner? How much do you resent your partner? I want you to rate yourself on a scale of one to 10. One is where you don't have any resentment. 10 is you completely resent your partner. How much do you resent him or her? Number four, how often do you use your kids or your work or business as an excuse to not connect with your partner? I want you to write down the number of times per week that you do that. And number five, how much alcohol do you drink, TV do you watch, weed do you smoke, or other forms of numbing behavior do you engage in every day or every week? I want you to write down the number per day or per week that you numb out. And number six, how much do you blame your lack of connection and intimacy on your partner? (laughs) So rate yourself on a scale of one to 10, where one, you don't blame them at all. You take complete personal responsibility and 10 being that you totally blame your partner for how much you don't have an intimate connection. And number seven, how worthy do you feel of pleasure and amazing connected sex? I want you to rate yourself on a scale of one to 10 on how much pleasure and amazing connected sex you really feel worthy of. Number eight. How safe do you feel to cry, to laugh, or to express any other emotion in the bedroom with your partner? So rate yourself on a level of one to 10 of how safe you feel. So zero is you don't feel safe at all to express emotions in the bedroom. 10 is you feel completely held, seen, and safe to express emotions. And number nine, how often do you withhold affection from your partner? I want you to rate yourself on a scale of one to 10. So one is you never withhold affection, 10 is you are, you are always open to affection from your partner. And number 10, how often do you react indifferently or adversely to affection or positive acknowledgement. I want you to rate yourself on a scale of one to 10 on how much you block affection and positive acknowledgement. So one is you completely block it, 10 is you're completely open to positive acknowledgement and affection. So if you answered yes or a lot or rated yourself below a nine, to any of those questions, then that means that you have got emotional intimacy and vulnerability blocks. And the worst place to be here is if you rated yourself around a seven. Why is that? That is because that means you are complacent, that the problem isn't bad enough that you actually do anything about it, but it's not that great either. And mediocrity and complacency is going to erode attraction and desire for your partner more quickly than a flat out argument over time. Sevens are the worst. So if you were around there, then you're one of the ones to need to work through your fear of intimacy the most in order to save your relationship or to attract one that's really healthy. Some of the reasons that we have emotional and intimacy blocks are pretty obvious, like past experiences where we were vulnerable and then we weren't seen or we were rejected, made to feel bad, or past heartbreak around opening up to someone and then leaving or abandoning you. The fear of intimacy, it's usually unconscious and we don't even realize that we have it. Sometimes you'll become aware of it when a partner or a potential partner seems really interested in giving you affection and love, but you push them away or pull away and you don't know why. It's interesting because the fear of intimacy is usually triggered by a positive situation or circumstance and not so much a negative one. Isn't that crazy? So if you've ever met someone that you were wildly attracted to and you know that they were too, and then they ghosted or rejected you and you know, that it was mutually amazing, then it's pretty safe to say that that person ghosted or rejected because you triggered their fear of intimacy. This can happen in relationship too. When you go to touch or give affection or positive affirmation to your partner, and then they pull away, that's because you triggered their fear of intimacy. And as crazy as it sounds, many of us will try to make ourselves less lovable. We'll do will be an asshole to our partner. We'll be completely um, idiotic or childlike, anything to make our partner love us less so we don't have to be as afraid of being loved. So what happens is we distance ourselves from love in order to reduce anxiety about being too close to someone who could potentially hurt us. But what I wanna ask you is what is this costing you? What is that costing you? Is it costing you loneliness in your life? Is it costing you feeling completely isolated and alone? So acting on our fear of intimacy, all it's doing is preserving our negative self-image and keeping us from experiencing more pleasure and joy in our life that love and connection could bring. And fear that, well, the person that's bringing that joy and pleasure and love and affection might leave. They might abandon us or they might make us feel bad like it happened in the past. So how in the freaking world do you overcome this fear and get back to a place of being able to let love in? Here are three steps. First, you've got to stop numbing out, stop numbing out and get real. You've got to get yourself to a place of getting real instead of pretending that what's real is not. This means I want you to stop parading around like you're in the best relationship of the century. I want you to stop posting loving pictures of you and your partner on Instagram to make yourself feel better about your relationship when it's actually fucking awful. I want you to get real. Stop being fake. Oh my gosh, fake people. Fake people drive you nuts, right? Well, all of us are being fake on some level, so stop faking it and come to terms with what's in front of you. And if you are single, I want you to get real about how you really feel about that. I'm going to tell you that I have talked to a lot of single ladies and they pretend to be all good with it. They're like, oh, well, I'm working on myself right now. I'm not interested in having a partner. But when I talk to them and get them to go deeper and get them past their bullshit, (laughs) most of them are really just bullshitting themselves into thinking that they don't care about finding love and being in a conscious committed partnership. So the first step of getting over your intimacy blocks is to get real and stop bullshitting yourself to make yourself feel better. It's not going to help anything. All right. The second step is to make a commitment to yourself to let love in and change the behaviors that you need in order to break through your fear of intimacy. So how can you begin to let love in a little bit more, just 1% more? How can you just open up to even the idea of receiving positive words from someone that might actually care about you? How could you open up just 1% more to receiving touch from your partner when they want to show you affection because that's how they know how to give you love or that's their expression of it. How can you open yourself up just 1% more, something that's doable to more love, to more intimacy, to more connection and notice what happens. And then maybe tomorrow you can open yourself up just one more percent than the day before and you begin to see that when you can allow yourself to open up just a little bit at a time these are doable steps it's not like you have to blow yourself open and then set yourself up for you know the ultimate fear right which is being rejected so just one percent each little step of the way And if that's not even doable, then that might mean going to my website and filling out a one-on-one coaching application to work with me (laughs) so that you can get past this. It can't hurt. So make a commitment to change this, make a commitment to let love in just a little bit and take a step in the direction of your desires and your goals. And then the third step is to ask yourself who inside of you does not want to feel this love, who doesn't want to connect, who is scared, who inside of me doesn't want to let love in or to reveal my truest thoughts and emotions. And then giving space for this part of you to exist, not to throw it out, to get mad of it, to get, to get mad at it or to get rid of it. Because if you do that, you're only going to make matters worse. But if you can give this part of you space to exist and just be and notice how it shows up in your life and when and how it gets triggered, that is the magic sauce right there. When did it get triggered? How did it get triggered? Why did it get triggered? What did it think it was going to accomplish by acting the way that it did? And did it actually meet any of your needs? Most of the time, this is going to be a younger version of yourself an inner child, or maybe a younger adult version of yourself uh, that was wounded, that was rejected, that was made to feel bad. That was abandoned when you opened up and shared what you really felt or shared what you really wanted to say and it wasn't received well. So be so loving to this part of you because it wants and needs all of the love that it never got in childhood and you are the only one that can give it this unconditional love. No one can unconditionally love you ever, no one. You cannot expect your partner to do it for you. They cannot because we are all imperfect. No one can unconditionally love you all of the time. They might be able to at times, but not all the time. You are the only one that can do that for you all of the time. And that my dears is how you overcome the fear of intimacy. So let's recap one, get real, stop bullshitting yourself that you don't care about intimacy and love and that it doesn't matter to you. And I want you to claim your desires and goals Freaking put a stake in the sand. Say, I am done with this. I am going to change this. It's okay to do that. (laughs) It's okay to do that. It is a journey. It is a journey. And honestly, there's no end and there's no like end goal that you're I'm going to get here by doing this. It is all about the journey in and of itself and what you might find along the way. And then number two, make a commitment to yourself to let love in and then seek the support to move through the fear. So how can I let myself feel love and affection and connection with someone just 1% more than I did today? And number 3, get really acquainted with the part of you that doesn't want the love or is afraid of it or the connection. So not to try and change it or get rid of it, but to see just how much power and control you have given this younger part of you and how much this part of you is keeping you from what you want deep down. All right, my dears, thank you so much for joining me. And as always, if you're enjoying this content, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and head to www.themultiorgasmicmama.com and sign up with your name and email to stay connected. All right, talk with you next week, bye.